Chicago Bears. Yeah. The San Francisco 69ers. Ooh. 69ers. <laughs> <laughs> that is a slip of the tongue. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> okay, good. Carry on. <laughs> it's good. <sighs> okay, we, good. We oh, we know. <laughs> that was good. Okay. <laughs> the you're, you're <laughs> crying. Yeah, it's good. Carry on. I'm very sweaty right now. <laughs> okay, that's eight. The... <laughs> I've lost track of where I am. This is how the podcast is starting. Uh, Lewis, we're going to talk about Madden, so you can try and keep along as much as possible. Oh, I don't know but, the downside. So, good. Good, because that is good for the old training. That is. Mm-hmm. So, uh, did you, on the latest FIFA, there was a sort of like a story mode, yeah? Yeah. Okay, there's one for Madden. We're going to talk about that. Uh, okay. So, long shots, Ben. Just before, because yeah, I finished it this week. Only this week. Mm-hmm. Well, we went for breakfast on Saturday. Sorry, Lewis. And uh, we... Um, <laughs> oh, we... Nice. <laughs> and um, I, was sa- I was saying to Ben how it's frustrating me. I was about 61% through because it tells you on the save screen or whatever. And I was struggling with it. I was just not feeling it very much. Um, so I just wanted to quickly go for it because Madden... Is it out now or is it... In the next few days, at least, anyway, Madden 19. Yeah. Um, so long shot coming back. They say it's about three to four hours a game. Um, it felt a little bit longer than that this time around, so I think they've made it a bit shorter. Um, just what your your thoughts? Um, I think it was a nice feature that could have been executed better. Like yeah. you, in my head, I think I kind of went down when I first heard about it. I went down the FIFA kind of create your own player mode, mm. um, where you can kind of take him from like you can put him in like. I don't know, Accrington Stanley way down in the lower league and kind of work your way up from there. Yeah. Um, and, and that kind of career arc. And it wasn't quite that. Like, it was very... It was obviously all scripted. Mm. And I think you said as well, there were times where it felt more like a, more like a movie than it did anything else. Yeah. And I, I kind of... I don't mind that because I played... There's some other games I'm not going to get. This is not a gaming podcast. But there's some other games where it's like there it, you make decisions and that makes a big decision. Like, that makes a uh, change in the game. Yeah. So that's, this has it that feel. Especially there, yeah. at the end when you pick a team you want to go to and it's either the guy's always going to go to the rival or you pick to go yeah. to them. I was like, I'm not going to Steelers any, <laughs> any day. Um, but yeah, it was really clunky though. Like at times, like he'd like, so Lewis, you can relate to this sort of thing of being a, someone who's played games, picks his phone up and like his hand's like in his head and the phone is just like, not his hand's not moving, but the phone is just like, it was badly done. Uh, Does that make sense? It was yeah, cheap. Um, and that was hard because you're watching it for so long at times. I was like, this just looks, they've got vacant eyes and things like that. It's just yeah, like, it was yeah. a bit difficult. Um, but in general, I thought the second half, last 40%, as soon as we got back from that army base, was it was yeah. good. Yeah, it was because it was all football then. Yes, it wasn't like silly little games and things. No, it, it was, was a little bit. I'm like, I actually learned things. Yes, yeah. <laughs> about yeah. concepts and stuff because I don't know that side of stuff very well about yeah. like cover two versus cloud, all that. No, stuff. that was actually interesting, yeah. Yeah. But, um, so you learned stuff doing that. But yeah, that, that last bit. You're right, because it, again, it was just all about the actual football and playing it. And then the TV show was a little bit rubbish, but yeah, it was interesting. It was an interesting way of doing it. It would have been fun if it was just from high school to college to NFL for me, but the TV show added a story to it, I guess. Yeah, and I guess for what was essentially a side project, it was a big side project, so they yeah. did, they they did, did a, a decent job. enough job with Definitely. the resources they had. It's good. Overall, I, think I would give it a try next time, but, but honestly, it's like it took a long time to get to the NFL. Now I'm in the NFL. That it took me like five hours to get to that stage. So was that the first time they'd done? That's the first time, yeah. 
Because they've just done the second one in FICO, haven't they? The yeah. The second year. And yeah. the second year was better than the first year. Okay. I think. So whether... Hopefully, yeah. Because it's just like the graphics now. Anyway, yeah, I thought I'd get what you thought about that uh, before we start the show. So welcome to episode two, the first ever episode two. I stole that from another podcast because they do that every show number, basically. <laughs> um, but wow. uh, yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit more today. We're going to go through our housekeeping just to get a few things. Uh, that was kind of the start of it just then. Uh, we're going to do the Chosen 22. We've got to add some players, a wide receiver free in the offensive line. Yeah. We'll be very quick on the offensive line. Um, <laughs> uh, and then we've got our main meet, which, by the way... Okay, so we're talking about pre-season in the main meet today, uh, which is our main topic for people who are listening for the first time. Um, so, okay, you ready? Because last week I embarrassed myself. I won't repeat it, but this week I thought about, okay, so it's about pre-season. Fine. No reason for pre-season? <laughs> Question mark. We're getting further away. Darn it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely been closer to uh, and then we're going to do a little... I appreciate that you thought about it. We can talk fancy quickly, and then we're going to do learning of Lewis, which I've actually sent, sent him some homework during the week, which he's going to try and achieve at the end of the show. A ridiculous amount of homework. If you'd have given me a week's notice, possibly. Yeah, but I'll give you like, literally like three days. Two days. Two days, sorry. <laughs> okay, that's but, just me. But yeah, we'll, 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 see. we'll see how you get on. We'll see how you um, Okay, so just... Cracking into the old housekeeping. Lewis, can you give me a list? Can you get the list up of the uh, podcasts we're on at the moment? Yeah. The podcast um, podcast providers. Okay, so we are Anchor. Is our, that's where we host from. Yep. Um, so we've got a page on there. And from Anchor, we are out on several different other ones. So we have made it to Google Podcasts. Nice. So for everyone on Android. Um, we've actually made it to Spotify, which, considering we were speaking last week, saying it's quite hard to get onto. Yeah. We got true. Spotify before we got Apple. Are yeah. we even on Apple? We're yet? not on Apple yet. No, that's because of uh, a previous title issue, but that's fine. But um, we're getting it. So, yeah, we're on Spotify. Uh, Breaker, nice. Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Stitcher, nice. Stitcher. Awesome. Less chitter chatter. Yes. Football's back, Ben. We had uh, oh. the Hall of Fame game. I can't. I can't express how happy I am. 80% players you'll never, ever hear again. Yet, no. it's still brilliant to watch. Eight-minute highlights, I watched it twice because I was like, it's just <laughs> nice to watch the Ravens playing from a Ravens point of view and just to see football. Yeah, it was good. Like It was it was the Hall of Fame game, which is even more meaningless than the mm. preseason friendly. Like Completely. It, it, it's purely, you just put a football game on so that you can then have the time to talk to Hall of Fame people. Yeah. And it was a good class as well. You're... Your yeah, man, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. I watched his thirty-minute speech. It was very good, very sweaty. He was. Was he? Like, I didn't watch it, but like he just jumped into a pond. Yeah, like through a suit, so a jacket, and his and his Hall of Fame jacket oh that my. was like ruined wet. in one go. <laughs> Shrunk, yeah. Um, no, it was good. Nice to have football back though. Mm. That's just a big thing, and obviously preseason start this uh, weekend for everybody now. Yeah, and it'll be good. It'll be good because this, the thing about the preseason is that whilst. It is meaningless from a fan's perspective, actually. From what you're watching, you're not going to see too much coming into a regular season from a coaching perspective. Massive. For the management and people like that, it's big. Yeah, huge. Okay, so Chosen 22, guys. So last week, uh, we finished the show with uh, Russell Wilson as our quarterback, Zeke Elliott as our running back, Antonio Brown as our wide receiver one, Larry Fitzgerald as our wide receiver two, and Evan Ingram as our tight end, okay? So this is the part of the show where we add a team to sort of like almost like a dream team. Yeah, you'd say. Um, and what we do is we basically, who do we want to have in our team? Who's going to be good? How it has to gel, it has to make sense. They can't all be, like I said last week, five foot six. Who have you got for your wide receiver three this week? Um, so I've got someone that I know you're going to like Ooh. because we talked about him earlier this year. Um, 
And mm. we, we also talked in the first episode about having two specifically saved rookie slots. Nice. Um, that Ooh. kind of bridge across positions. And I'm kind of adding to that because the guy I'm picking is a rookie. Nice. Um, and his name is DJ Moore. I do and like Ian DJ loves Moore a lot. DJ Moore. He reminds me of Steve Smith, so I like was, him. You were very upset when the Ravens didn't draft him. We had a chance as well. You but. did, but mm. you drafted the oldest tight end in the world instead. Mate, he's going to be good. Um, but yeah, so uh, DJ Moore went to to Maryland University, and he kind of his first two seasons as a freshman and sophomore was okay. wasn't like a featured guy, and then his junior year just broke out. Um, 80 catches, over 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns, which was a school record. Mm-hmm. Um, drafted in the first round, obviously, by the Panthers. Um, what pick was he overall? 24th. Yep. Um, and so that's why the Ravens were in that kind of range to pick him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and he, he just, and I've kind of seen some videos from training camp and stuff, and he just looks good. Yeah. And when you consider for the, particularly for the Panthers, I mean, obviously they've got Greg Olson as probably their best pass catcher. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've they got like... McCaffrey out of the backfield and you've got um, Devin Funches. There's a, there's a big gap there for somebody like Digimore to come in and make himself known. Definitely. Um, and we haven't really seen, obviously there was a 2014 wide receiver draft class where all of them were just incredible. Yeah. Came out and you had Yoda Beckham's and Amara Coopers and guys like that. Laundry. Um, just, yeah, just had that immediate impact. Yeah. Um, we haven't really seen that since then, especially last year you had two wide receivers going in the first round and Mike Williams and Corey Davis and they didn't actually do that much. No. Davis I mean, got good towards the end. Both injuries. Yeah. yeah. Mike Williams got injured. Corey Davis wasn't healthy the whole time either. But I like DJ Moore to do big things this year. And so I like putting him in there. He is like one of these players which I think is going to be, I think potentially he's going to be around for a long time because he's a solid mm. guy as well. I don't think he's going to, like these strong guys, they tend to be more durable. Steve Smith was a very physical player but because he's just an absolute unit. He doesn't tend to get injured as much and he sort of plays the physical yeah. player uh, I watched some of the games for Maryland as well when, when I was like you know doing some draft stuff and it, yeah great some of the catches he does and things like that I do he is great so mine is uh, Marquis Goodwin okay nice uh, yeah for the team perspective is like we don't actually have a like a burner someone who's just going to run in a yeah. straight line and open up the uh, the defence and they have to think about him every time um, I like his character more than I think I like anything else like the guy is a bit of a dude went through a tough time last season and just I don't know he he was great he was quite uh it was quite inspirational his story if you want to read into it you should um but it was his best season so far as well 96 receptions for 963 yards and two touchdowns so two touchdowns you might think that's not great but um he looked really good with Jimmy Garoppolo and so far he's really like we said he's tends to be pushing himself to be number one um wide receiver in um San Francisco um, and a good little stat and information as well. Um, he actually represented USA in the 2012 Olympics. He did. He was a sprinter. Yeah, yeah, but he actually did long jump, and he came tenth. We did long in jump. the long jump in the Olympics. What a beast! Uh, so a player who's playing professional football and and also represent their country in the Olympics. That's pretty cool. Um, I have a dilemma though because I really like both these guys. <laughs> I've gone off more DJ more recently because like there's he's not Raven. It was a thought of him coming from Maryland right, and then playing yeah, for yeah. Baltimore. Uh, I haven't really. I'm trying to like let myself down slowly with him <laughs> because I was truly in love. Um, but yeah, this is a difficult one. Let's go with DJ Moore. Yeah. I think he's got a lot of potential. It'd be interesting because like you said, a first round wide receiver has not done well for a while, um, but we need to move on. So what we'll do is we'll do uh, DJ Moore because we need a rookie and it covers that spot. So left tackle, I'm going to jump in. Okay, so Let's we've got Taylor Luan. We've just got a massive contract um, recently in the last few weeks as well. Mm. Um, he had only had four sacks last season. Uh, in 617 pass block snaps. Um, no, so good. that's not bad at all, really. Um, so that's my player. 
Yes, yeah, so left tackle, I went for a guy, uh, David Bakhtiari mm-hmm. uh, for Green yeah, Bay. Um, he, I think he was actually rated, graded by PFF as their best left tackle at number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and any time that you can play on a team where the rest of the line isn't actually that great, but he's like very clearly the standout guy, yeah. um, protecting someone like Aaron Rodgers and playing on the on the offensive line in what's probably the most important position of left tackle. Yeah, double definitely. Um, or the right tackle, they say, is coming. Because yeah. Because <laughs> uh, linebackers are going left to right, it doesn't matter, but currently. Yeah, and, and it's one of those positions as well where the, the actual depth of talent across the league is pretty scarce. Mm-hmm. So you have a guy like Bakhtiari who just has consistently kind of put up numbers. Um, he's a guy that I looked at. Oh, it's hard today. Um, <laughs> I looked at him as well. I had him actually wrote down for a bit. Yeah. And then I kept looking through left tackles um, and I went with Luam. Okay, so let's go for... Let's go with yours again. Nice. So you're doing well so far. (laughs) I just wonder if Ian really has one that he wants to get in. So he's giving you two now. (laughs) Okay, so guard. Uh, I've got Marshall Yonder, okay? I had to have a Raven, but let's be honest, he is the best Raven. He has been for a long time. Uh, In in 12 postseason games, okay, he's never given up a sack. That is pretty good. That's reliable. In the the playoffs as well. That's it. When you get to that stage, you want it. Uh, Two times first team All-Pro. So um, you only ever have one team named after a season with 22 players and special teams. Um, And he's been in that twice. That's quite a big achievement. Um, And he's been a six-time Pro Bowler. And like I said, he is literally the Ravens' best player at the moment. And he has been probably for the last four years. Mm. He is often graded as the best guard. Um, He is extremely good. So yeah, that's mine. Yeah, I'm not even going to argue with that. I I had a guy called um, Frank Ragnar put down. Mm-hmm. Um, who was a rookie uh, drafted by the Bengals? The Lions. Lions, there we go. That's the one. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, I mean, when you can have Jan Marshall Yonder, who is probably the best left guard in the league right now, can't argue with that. Yeah, he's so good. He's a guy. And he got, he's injured, he got injured last year and we missed him a lot. I'm going to jump straight in now, actually, again, because at centre, I had Frank Ragnell, because he is, he's yeah. going to be playing centre nice. for the Lions. Uh, he was drafted as a centre anyway, well, but maybe he is being so played as a guard. What I've seen is that he's on the depth chart listed as left guard. Interesting. Yeah. Weird, because they, he was definitely drafted as a centre. Absolutely. And he was drafted as like the, the second centre off the board. Yeah. Um, but the good thing about him is he's got that versatility. He can definitely. play the position. So I had him, which is interesting, actually. And I quite liked him. PFF mm. were big fans. Um, they were big fans. Whereas like Daniel Jeremiah, who's a draft uh, like analyst for NFL Network, he didn't actually like him very much at all until he watched him tape right at the end. Um, so yeah, Lions rookie, uh, it went 20 overall in the draft, um, and we need a rookie, but obviously now we've got DJ Moore, so... Well, I've got another rookie coming up in this. Okay, so depends who you want as centre. Um, well, so I went for Jason Kelsey of the Eagles, Yeah, I did um, and, and the thing for him that stands out more than anything else is the dude is a freaky athlete. Yeah. Like, you see some of the plays that they run, and centres are kind of just meant to be big guys, obviously they snap the ball back, and then to be big and just kind of stop the, the nose tackle coming through the middle, mm-hmm. but he... He frequently for the Eagles last year would would pull out and make blocks around the edge for the running backs, and he was such a big part of their uh, of their season last year. He was really really good, um, and so he would be my pick. Yeah, let's have him, especially if you've got another rookie. Okay, who's your guard? Um, so my right guard plays for the Cowboys. His name is Zach Martin. Um, he, as part of probably the best offensive line in the league, is their best player. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I saw a stat that when when the Cowboys, and obviously mainly when Ezekiel Elliott was running behind or running from the blocks that Zach Martin made, he had like a 69% success rate. Wow. Which is crazy. That is high. yeah. <laughs> which is very, very good. Um, and he's, he's just been the standout guy um, since he's kind of come in. Um, he's been brilliant. 
Yep, nice. I went for David Castro. Um, so oh, for the Steelers, Steelers yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, right guard. Um, so he he's a freaky guy as well. He's, he's massive. Huge. Like these guys are absolute beasts. He finished 44 in, 44th in the NFL's top 100 as well. So yeah, well respected around the league. Uh, allowed 0.5 sacks last year. Half a sack. <laughs> do, you, a sack do you know what a sack is yet, Lewis? No. So, sack. <laughs> well, when you first said it, I was like, oh, he's been sacked from his job. And he like, had 16 sacks. It's like, he is bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, sack is if you tackle a quarterback, basically, it's called a sack, okay? Behind um, the line of scrimmage. So, these players we're talking about now, offensive line, their job is to protect the quarterback and also open lanes for the running back to run through to stop the other team coming. Anyway, uh, we'll get to that another day. Um, so, this guy allowed for 0.5 of one of those. You might be wondering what 0.5 is. It's half. Yeah, but as in, like, how do you give away half of something? And that's because if someone splits through a, uh, a lane which you're in between two people, then you're responsible for that, basically. Okay. So you might already be blocking someone, so might the guy on your right, but someone goes in between you, you've given up half a second. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I went for De Castro. Two times first team All-Pro as well, again. Um, 0.5 sacks last year. Who was it you went for again? Zach Martin. It'd be nice to have a Cowboys... Offensive line there. They've been good for so many years. Yeah, I don't think you can build a line without one of those guys. Let's go mine. Okay, quickly, right tackle. I've got Lane Johnson. Nice, Eagles. Yeah, yeah again, yeah. the guy, like they talk about athletes and everybody on the top 100 is saying this guy is an unbelievable mm. athlete. Um, allowed one sack last year, all pro, uh, and he won the Super Bowl. He's 28 years old. Yeah, my guy was uh, rookie Mike McGlinchey, drafted by the 49ers. Nice. Um, and I think... I think they drafted him as a guard initially. Yeah, I heard that. Um, but they've put him out to right tackle because he can play there. Um, and he's just been solid. I mean, you're a, yeah, you're a first-round pick. You're still a rookie, and so you're still going to have growing pains. But I think that his his college grade was incredible. Um, mm -hmm. It was the I think it was the um, the highest college grade it given was, out yeah. to, to an offensive lineman for a while. Maybe second behind Quentin Nelson. Yeah, was he was ridiculous. Stinky. I was close to picking <laughs> him as one of my people. <laughs> Yeah, he'd have been a yeah, it's a scary, scary man. Wouldn't want to fight him. Do we, okay, so do we want another rookie on team? It's nice to have another rookie on team. Yeah, give him a chance. Do you want two rookies in an O-line? No. We, we didn't, we only have one. He'd be our oh, only yeah, one. Because we, we didn't go for Ragnar, yeah. Let's put him in. Go yeah. on, Mike McGlinchey. What a boy. McClinchy. Lovely job. So that is the uh, that's our offense done. Okay, so the main meet today, guys. Main meet. No reason for preseason question mark. It's gonna stick. Um, well, there we go. So what we're gonna do, obviously, preseason is starting now. We've got four weeks of it coming up. So I set the challenge last week of okay, is preseason actually important? Does it signify anything? Um, and we were going to have a look at the trends, basically, of the teams who have been successful in a season and see how they did in preseason. And then the same for the teams that were unsuccessful. Ben, I gave you the successful teams. What did you find? Yes. So I started at the top of the ladder of success in the Super Bowl mm -hmm. last year. We saw the Eagles beat the Patriots. Um, and so I looked at their preseason records. The Patriots were one and three. They lost to the Jaguars, the Texans and the Giants. Mm. And they beat Detroit. So did not have a good preseason um, then lost that opening game to Kansas City, but then after that point, for so from starting 0 and 1, they finished 13 and 3. <laughs> yeah, very good. So they went 13 and 2 for the rest of the season. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, and I mean, you can argue, well, yeah, it's the Patriots, um, but still, like from 1 and 3 preseason to a 13 and 3 season is pretty good. Uh, the Eagles were 2 and 2. Um, they lost to Green Bay and the Jets. They beat the Bills and the Dolphins. 
Um, and again, they, they had the identical record at 13 and three. Um, I, and then I went through um, the, the Falcons division, so the Saints, uh, the Bucks, the Panthers and the Falcons. Um, and so just because it seemed relevant, I could pull three successful teams from that playoff yep. uh, last year. Um, and so the Falcons, uh, their preseason, they went 0-4, yeah. which is not good. Um, but then obviously ended up 10-6 and uh, and got through. Uh, to the playoffs. They started slow as well, if I remember correctly. Uh, I got the season in front of me. No, they started well. They started 3-0 and um, and then lost three in a row. Okay, that's what I'm um, remembering. Three and three. They had that little, that little spell um, and then kind of yeah. corrected the ship and ended up 10-6. and six. Yeah, so the Panthers, sorry, went 2-2, two and two, uh, ended up 11-5, and five, which is good. Um, and then I also looked at the Panthers the season that they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, because obviously for them that was a pretty crazy season. The 2015 season, uh, they had a regular season record of 15 and one, yeah, and were actually three and one in the playoffs. So they had a good, good so they had around. a good preseason and then a good regular season. Because the consensus consensus is generally that preseason it the scores literally mean nothing. Yeah. Uh, so we were just having a look really. into it. Um, yeah. Saints went two and two, zero and two to start the season, end up eleven and five. The Bucks were not even worth mentioning, but I'll bring up their stats just because it's fun to laugh at teams that don't do very well. Um, so, yeah, so the Bucks went one and three in the preseason, just like the Patriots. Unlike the Patriots, they went 11-5. Ouch. 5-11. 5-11, I was going to say. Yeah, that one. That'd be amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, because I was looking into the teams who didn't do so well. So, for example, the Browns, okay? So the Browns, when they went 0-16 this year, for a yeah. year, yeah. Uh, so they didn't win one game, lost all their games. They went four and zero in the in the pre, in the preseason. So it is. I think that proves it means nothing. There you go. Um, so I went just through a couple other ones as well. So basically, everybody else, the Giants, the Bears, and Texans were the fir- the three other um, poorest teams this year, mm-hmm. and they all went two and two and two. Yeah. Um, and then the year before that, the Browns went zero and four, and then went one and one fifteen. Yeah. So that was kind of. Did correlate. The Browns are just bad. Yeah, and then and then the Jaguars, the 49ers, and the Bears all had losing records as well. So the out of the eight teams I studied, only one had an, a winning record in preseason, and these are the eight worst teams in over two years. Mm. So there is some sort of uh that does show that there bad is teams some, are gonna be bad teams. Yeah, but then when the Patriots go one and three and then You're they not win. Too about it. No, yeah, that's it. Um so it doesn't really correlate to much. But what is really important for, like you said at the beginning of the show, is individuals, basically. So undrafted players or players drafted round five and onwards, really, because I don't think you're safe if you've drafted in round five these days because there's so no. many good undrafted players and the draft yeah, is so definitely. deep all the time. Um, so it is really interesting from that point of view. So for me, from a Ravens uh, fan's point of view, I love thinking, okay, who's going to make the roster? Who's not going to make the roster? Mm. Um, you know, for, for us at the moment, like Brashaw Perriman is a first round pick three years ago. Um, and he's probably looking like he's going to get cut. You know, in the Hall of Fame game, first thing he did was drop a drop a catch or fumble a catch, which got straight through his hands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so those sort of things are, are what preseason is all about for me. So from a fan's perspective, if you're purely looking at uh, is is my team going to do well or not, it's not particularly indicative. But yeah. if you're looking for, as we've talked about, those standout performances, those players who are either um, on on the on what you call the roster bubble, kind yeah. of at risk of being cut. Um, are they going to stand out and have a chance to actually solidify the place on the team? It's absolutely important. Yeah, and it's great for players who are just like like a Jackson or Sam Darnold. These players who who need rookies, reps, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Um, they can jump in and get some experience yeah. playing against men and not because some of these kids in college are literally kids and they're playing against 
like Leonard Fournette when he was playing running back, playing against some of these teams, like running at me. It's not fair. Yeah. Just because it rhymes does not make it a pun. Okay, I will come back next week with another one. And until I get one, I won't stop. This is a campaign, okay? Great. I'm on board. Fantasy Circus, guys. Okay, so last week I teased the fact we're going to be talking about what is the amount of points you want from a half-point PPR league to win on an average week. Okay. Um, And I sent Ben away to do some maths. He was texting me during the week with like his solutions. I was like, Ben, honestly, you just give me the numbers because the maths doesn't work. (laughs) So you can tell everybody else if you really need to. So you you had the number of 94 for a standard non-PPR league. Yeah. Um, and then you also sent me an article by Matthew Berry from ESPN saying that on average, um, for a full PPR, so one point for every catch, um, you would need 121.51 yeah. half points, um, 121 and a half points across your team to feel pretty confident about winning that week. And so the obvious logic and the mass behind it was to split the difference between 94, 121 and a half ended up with an exact answer of 107.75, but you round it up to 108 just because um, that makes sense. Because so the first number was for full PPR, the one two one point five. Yeah. And obviously we're doing half, so we split it. And that was yep. it, 107 we ended up on. 108. 108. So 107.75, which okay, we yeah, round up to 108. 108. So I need 108, so I need to make a, a roster which gets me 108 points on average. Yes. If I want to go on the same yeah. game. Yeah, and so year. you then sent me the numbers you had last year yes. of how you constructed your roster yeah. to get to your 94. I tried to scale that up using the exact numbers that you gave me and the percentages of whatever that looks like. Um, and we still ended up, I think you ended up on 100.5 um, with the numbers that you gave me. But that was also, the ESPN numbers took running back as one position, wide receiver as one position. You were doing RB1, yeah. RB2, wide yeah. receiver 1, wide receiver 2, as you would do on a fantasy roster. So that's probably where the discrepancy came in the the percentage of those numbers. Mm-hmm. This sound like a boring math segment. <laughs> I don't know. This for me, this is the sort of thing which, if I can get this going on my fantasy season, it's going to help me no end. Because yeah, I had the ninety four, but having a nineteen points for a quarterback helped me when I was going on the waiver wire, thinking, okay, can this quarterback get me yeah. a minimum of nineteen? Then I was that helps me. So, for yeah. example, okay, I have RB one for this week, but I need to stream an RB two. Uh, I need a minimum of nine points from this guy, which is actually quite a lot from standard league. Yeah. Um. So you needed to st- basically you just need <laughs> someone who's going to play well. But it just helped me to have those numbers again. Tight end minimum of eight. Hope that helps anybody um, who should be listening to this or has made it to probably about the thirty minute mark. Um. I also made a YouTube video this week of showing how to make how I make my draft board basically my fantasy draft board. Um, I didn't watch it. No, well, that's good. <laughs> I did, I literally don't want you to, so that's fine. Um, so yeah, I need. Uh, it, well, if you want to, you can go and have a look at that. Um, as we're obviously coming into fantasy draft season, and it just helps you make sure you don't miss out on a player you do like. Um, basically, makes you don't, don't you don't rush into a decision and think, yeah. okay, I'll get AJ AJ Green, and you look at the sheet properly, and you realise that actually you'd have preferred to take in someone else. Um, so I do tiered drafting. Um, so it just shows how to do that basically. Um, that's on our YouTube channel. Um, how do you find that? What do you have to type in to find our YouTube channel, Ian? Uh, probably just Ian Haskell, I think. Great. That's what it's under. <laughs> okay, so Lewis, oh. uh, this is your time to shine. Okay. Um, mm. Name the 32 NFL teams. No. I need to follow along, probably. You gave me a uh, 48 hours, so I haven't got there, but... What do you mean? 
What? What do you mean? I, I I'm think, so disappointed. What? I don't think I can do them all. I will try. Okay, 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 try. Right. Uh, what was your first thing you, te- you text me? <laughs> what was your observation? Oh, yeah. So what has helped me with this is that most of the teams <laughs> are either related to a bird <laughs> or a big cat. Right? It is actually really true. Which, yeah. is, which is helpful. Yeah, that is helpful. There's also the Miami Dolphins. That's number one. Okay, yeah. Which is neither. No. There's the Cleveland Browns. Oh gosh, he's going all about your own weird way. Okay. I know. Oh, <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. I, it's going to be harder for me to keep up. That's fine. New York Giants. New yep. York Jets. Actually, I'm just going to turn my iPad off because people think I won't be cheating. Yeah. Um, all right. Four. There's the Cardinals, which are from a place beginning with A. Yeah, I'll take that. Arizona. Okay. Um, there's the Atlanta Falcons. Good lad. Chicago Bears. Yeah. The San Francisco 69ers. Ooh. 69 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> that is a slip of the tongue. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, good, carry on. <laughs> it's good. <sighs> okay, good. Oh, we know. <laughs> that was good. Okay. <laughs> the. You're. you're Right. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Carry on. I'm very sweaty right now. <laughs> okay, that's eight. The... <laughs> I've lost track of where I am. <laughs> this is how the podcast is starting. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of the long shot bit. This is playing. Okay, good. Okay. 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 Right. Chicago Bears? Said them. Said yep. Them. Okay, right. I'm like, that's good, yeah. Okay. So then you've got Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers. Good. Mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> ben, <laughs> loving it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> How many have I got? Uh, 12. 12. So I'm nearly halfway. This is really content for a listener. Just, so, just so, silence. People so, like check, checking really their phones. Has <laughs> <laughs> my phone run out of battery? <laughs> oh, oh, right. Man. Good. Okay. Right. I'm going to have to try and. What if we just name animals now? So, Raven. I'm oh, sorry, hang on. Yeah, okay. Yeah, go with Daniel Animals. I'll give you one. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. News. Did you forget about the animals? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Keep so on the animals. Got, there's the lions. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I might be. There's. Yeah, I said the Ravens. Come on, just... I said the Ravens. No, not uh, no. Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, we d- he did say them last week. So we had the Ravens. You had and... said them this week. Uh, Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. I'll, just, I'll save that for last. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, New England Patriots. Yeah, that's not an animal, but you got that one. Yeah, but it is one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Now, here's I, I'll show you the back of my notes. Oh, sure. uh, logos. Do the logos. Yeah. Which helps me. I can tell you too that I, I always forget 100% that. 100% can't see that far. It's just scribbles. Well, yeah, but well, I'm well, going to trust from, it. From close Even his drawings are scribbles, yeah. <laughs> I got great vision and they <laughs> Okay, so you've got Jaguars. 19. Yeah. Jaguars. It's popping them out. 20. You only need 12. Uh, I'm not too far away. I, I've done better than I actually anticipated I would have done. That is good. Is there. Have I done it at Cincinnati? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done that one. 
this is where doing them in divisions helps because you know you've cleared the you division. Yeah. division. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to hold you there, Lewis. Okay. You have 20. Yeah. I, that is pretty good. It's pretty good. That is, Given two days' notice. Yeah, if someone just asked me to randomly list them, I'd, it'd be impossible to get them out because I know the fours that they come in, I can get them out. Um, that, was a, that was a good effort. Atlanta Falcons. Said them. Definitely said them. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's <laughs> just going to be Please keep doing this. You should just, we should have done this yeah. at the beginning because then it could be like... I reckon if I'd started at the start of the show... Okay, yeah, it's true. Okay, so the ones I always used to forget when I was trying to remember are the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Oh, they used to be choked out my head. The Chiefs, I always used to struggle mm. to remember. Oh, yeah, they're the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Because yeah. I saw all the Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah, oh, yeah, same, nice. yeah. Same. But I didn't remember. So I always used to struggle with them and I, used to, I always used to forget the Vikings. I don't yeah, know why. That's a great logo. Minnesota. Yeah, that is a good logo. Do you, do you want my best logo, worst logo? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, this all is the content this. audio listeners live for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for YouTube, we'll have a picture. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. A very detailed picture of a Jaguar. Yeah, that is like cool. Like the full body of a Jaguar? It, their it's whole, the head, but it's yeah. like a really good... Their whole kit and everything is pretty up there, like... It looks oh, yeah. good. They look good. Oh, we're talking about your opinions. I thought you were talking about your best and worst drawings that you drew. No, 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 no. Oh. His opinion on that actual <laughs> logo. Probably, if you want <laughs> Most accurate is probably... Well, Cleveland Browns, because it's just a <laughs> helmet. <laughs> yeah, actually, Cle- Chicago Bears, they are my worst logo, because they've just done a yeah, I know. I just think yeah. that's a lot of it, imagination. Same as the Giants. I'd be so gutted if I support that team. And the Jets mm-hmm. sucks as well. It's like yeah. a... F- it's like a football... Yeah, Jets with just... It's just boring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Washington Redskins. It's a nice little logo. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. No. Some feathers. He likes feather. He likes but the racist mi- one. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I didn't know whether we mentioned that or not, but we did. Wait, the 69ers was the best thing he's ever had. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> that was quality. I can't oh, that. Absolute quality. The San Francisco <laughs> 69ers. If a team existed called the San Francisco 69ers, Rob Gronkowski would join them so it's fast. True. <laughs> I think loads of people would support them as well because people just love it. My house number is number 69. Ah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you try, and hide, you try and hide it. <laughs> okay, so. Oh. So, yeah. 20. 20. What we'll do is we'll do a game next week. I reckon I could do 32 next week. Okay, come on. That's it. When I say next week, I'm actually away next week, which slips into the next bit. The outro. So, you're not going to know that I've actually completed it then? No, well, we'll have to wait until the next show because people will will be so... People will be on the edge of their seats. Just wondering whether you can achieve this task in the next two weeks. (laughs) I would imagine that's the best bit. Actually, Lewis, if you think about it, you did this in 48 hours. You, that's a bit easy if you think about it. You have two weeks now to get 12 more teams. Oh, no. So what you need go. to do Here we go. is you need to be putting them in their conferences and divisions. Conference and division. Yeah. So you need to be able to go AFC, North, the Ravens, Steelers, the Browns, the Bengals, and then you need to be able to go East. And then go If you teams. get all 32 teams in their conferences and their divisions, you'll be doing better than me. I never bothered to learn that. Oh, no. Right. It, so and it, it, you, you do actively need to sit down and learn it. There's no way you can... I, I don't think any of my friends could do that. As in, like the people who are in our fancy league, like the Americans, even don't. It, it's not saying I, I, people I really... can do a couple, like I can do the AFC North, of obviously Ravens, Steelers, Browns, uh, Bengals. I can do whatever division the Saints are in. Yeah. I have a job Can't where what one is. I was doing, I was like, I have a, okay, this was a slow day. I'm oiling a door or something. And <laughs> I was like, it's basically, you don't have to use your brain. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to just go through these teams. And I do the same things like teams, they're starting quarterback, they're running back, they're wide receiver. Because it changes every year. So if you want to stay on top of it and have a memory, you I just have to just go the for Patriots it. Patriots division. It's Patriots, Bills, Dolphins, Jets. Yeah. And then, I think you probably could though, no? The South, AFC South. Is that the 
Texans. Oh, that's Texans, Colts, Jags. Um, Texans, Colts, Jags, and somebody else. Titans. Yeah, Tennessee. And then, so let's go to the... So Tennessee Tennessee are my team that I always forget about. Yeah, yeah, they are hard. West? Give me one of the teams. Chargers. No. Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders. Cardinals. Broncos. Because then the Cardinals are north with Seahawks, Rams, and the 69ers. <laughs> but from now on, the 69ers. Just forever. People think we're getting them wrong. Um, okay, so yeah, we're not here next yeah, week. Um, but we'll be here in two weeks. I actually land that morning, so we'll be interested to see whether we make that one as well. Or I'll just be extremely tired. Or maybe on like some sort of sleep high. Because sometimes that happens as well. You're often on some kind of high. high. <laughs> well, I started this show slowly, and then I slowed, the milkshake hit me, and now I'm ready. There's a lot of sugar in there. That was good. Um, yes, yeah, so you have a question, yeah. Yeah. Do teams get relegated? No. So, so that, that no. is... That is yeah. So if I learn teams. these 32... That's next it. Year, uh, we'll see you next week. So grab us on the podcast on YouTube. See you in two weeks. I'm going to be living up in New York for a wedding. Douche. So have fun here in England. See you later, everybody. Bye. <laughs>